the Gary Watches Wrestling Podcast for March 29th, 2020. Welcome back to another show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And this week, we're learning about Roman Reigns out of the WrestleMania match with Bill Goldberg for the Universal Championship. It's quite a bummer to uh, to hear, but uh, he is out of this match. Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer reporting that Braun Strowman will be his replacement, and I was under the impression I would, you know, once I heard this news, I thought that for sure that WWE would have something taped for SmackDown this past Friday to announce this change, but uh, they had nothing. In fact, they were still advertising uh, the match, and they were advertising, I believe it was a face-off between the two. Um, what was it? For next for next Friday SmackDown, there's going to be a face-off between the two because they already did the contract signing. That was uh, not this past Friday, but the last one. And... Yeah, that was supposed to be uh, that's supposed to be the match according to them. So I don't know what they're gonna do. I maybe they're gonna wait until next Friday. You know, they'll tape. Uh, they have, as far as I know, they have everything taped. So I'm guessing they're gonna wait until the night before WrestleMania to announce that he's out, or even worse, they're gonna uh, hype his appearance up. And then change it on the actual event itself? I have no idea. And like I said, Meltzer is reporting that Braun Strowman was the guy to replace him. But how do we get there? That's that's the other part of it. So, I mean, there's a, a ton of rumors going around. We don't know what's true, what's false. There was like a report out that like Miz showed up sick and that somehow the Usos, they found out about it. They weren't because they're, they're having a match together. And they weren't happy about it, and they told Roman, and Roman pulled out of the match. I mean, these are all rumors at this point. We don't know. We weren't there, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, and then, and then there were some rumors, I guess, that uh, Miz is off the show as well. And they were advertising that his match is still happening. So, it's like, all right, what are we doing here, guys? Like, what are we doing? You know, if these guys are out of the match, we got to get them out of the match. Like, in my opinion, again, this is my opinion. I don't run a billion-dollar company, so maybe my opinion don't mean shit, and that's fine. But, again, it's just my opinion. I'm Gary who watches wrestling. This is what I think. Um, I think WWE has, over the years, dragged their feet constantly on things, and... When, when big news like this comes out, they bury their head in the sand until they absolutely have to say something. I mean, I was watching the Fox 5, uh, Fox affiliate, who I watched SmackDown on, and TMZ was on right before SmackDown came on. And the very last story that they were talking about was Roman Reigns out of WrestleMania. Even TMZ picked up on it. And... The very next thing I see is SmackDown and Michael Cole talking about how this match is going to be incredible and how tonight they were going to replay Roman and Triple H from WrestleMania 32. I'm like, wow. So they're literally going to wait until the last moment to say anything because they are showing the show on pay-per-view, by the way. WrestleMania nights one and two are going to be on uh, all the pay-per-view companies as well as the network. 
And so there are people, it's going to be a small audience ordering on pay-per-view versus who's going to order the network. But some people, they still like traditional pay-per-view and they're going to order. There's going to be a percentage of people that are fans of Goldberg and Roman and they want to see this match. I mean, I want to see the match, but there's a percentage of these people that are going to order this pay-per-view thinking that this is the match. And in fact, it's not the match. So, I mean, I think they have to come out ahead and, and, and talk about these things. They have to get it out there. I mean, I know the show's pre-recorded, so they have some material they want to use. It's already been recorded. It's in the can, but at this point you couldn't just have somebody in a studio somewhere, put a, put a, a freaking webcam on them or something and just have them record something really quick saying, Hey guys, by the way, or even a voiceover, you could, you could, uh, overlay some other footage and just say, Hey, breaking news Romans out of the show. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to tell you next Friday. Then you have a week to, to get some kind of video together. Uh, and, and then you have a week to do it. So we'll see how it plays out again. I'm not a fan of the way they went about it, but, I have some bit of faith left that they will um, come out and and say something. But my money is on. They're not going to say anything until Friday Smackdown, the night before WrestleMania. Because that's what they do. That's their track record. That's what they do. Now, the Miz thing, I don't know, you know, a big outlet like a TMZ is not reported on that. So I don't know that to be uh, 100% factual. Um. But if he's out, because they announced that it was going to be a triple threat for the tag team championships, the SmackDown tag team championships, the Miz and Morrison versus the Usos versus the New Day, because they they ended. This was actually the cliffhanger that ended uh, SmackDown, if you can call it a cliffhanger. It depends on how invested you are in this tag team feud. But that, that was kind of the cliffhanger was all six men kind of beat the hell out of each other. It was the new day versus the Usos, which we've seen a million times. And even though we've seen it a million times, I always like the chemistry between, between these two teams. I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. I mean, I'm just saying we've seen it like a million times, but they do have great chemistry. Um, and Miz and Morrison were on commentary and it just kind of ended in this big schmoz where they were just all beating the hell out of each other. And Michael Cole says, I just got word that this is going to be a triple threat and all the teams are going crazy. So, We'll see how that one plays out. I don't know if um, if this whole Miz story is true, but we'll see how it plays out and, and how it goes. I mean, what is is Morrison going to defend the titles by himself? Like, how is that going to work? So we'll see. We'll see. This show, all in all, should have just been postponed. And again, that's my opinion. I know, you know, it's Vince McMahon. He's a really old man. He's very set in his ways. And that's not just me guessing. I've had many writers uh, come on to my old wrestling show and tell me stories about how crazy Vince McMahon is. And so I'm inclined to believe it. And when this man gets his mindset on something, there you go. That's it. That's what's happening. So I think that probably the excuse for WrestleMania happening was we don't know when all this, uh, coronavirus stuff is going to calm down. And therefore we don't know when we can do shows again, if we were to just shut everything down right now. 
So in their mind, it's like, let's get ahead of this. Let's pre-record everything. And then at least we're covered through, I believe they recorded until the raw after WrestleMania. They, they did that show and that was the last show. So yeah, we'll see what happens, but I would have just put it off. I would have just took the gamble and waited because you got to think about it. I mean, people like uh, drew McIntyre, who I'm almost certain is going to win the championship at WrestleMania. Here's a guy who's been running down the roads for all these years. He's earned this moment to win the world championship on a big stage, beating Brock Lesnar, who has so much equity built up. And this, this poor guy is literally going to be raising the belt above his shoulders in an empty building. That bums me out. Shayna Baszler. I can only imagine she's going to beat Becky Lynch for the championship and go on a tear. And, and Shayna, I mean, both women, but Shayna has done an excellent job, you know, um, building up her stock. And so you mean to tell me that she's going to beat Becky, who is the top, one of the top stars in all the business, but definitely the top woman. You're going to have, you're going to have Shayna make a, an incredible big win against uh, Becky Lynch. And again, raising that title up in front of nobody. That just bums me out, man. I mean, I, look, I know the whole world is changing right now and everything is, uh, is unprecedented and we don't know what's going to happen one moment from the next, but I would have just put the show off. God forbid you just say WrestleMania is going to happen next year and you just don't have a WrestleMania this year. I mean, God forbid. Now, that also comes with its own uh, consequences because I don't trust them to be 100% with their storylines to put off, uh, you know, put off an event for a full year. But I mean, look, if everything's on hold until like the summer, you know, let's just say in a perfect world, let's just say June or July, this thing opens wide open. You know, we're just right back up. What's the harm in just shutting this thing down for a couple of months? We know WWE has the money. What's the harm in shutting this thing down for just a couple of months? Utilize that incredible library you have. Tell the story about some of these people in this WrestleMania. And then let's just say, I don't know, let's just throw a date out there. July, let's say the middle of July, they're clear to go. And then you start making the build. And then, much like in the old days, back when I was a kid and they had four pay-per-views a year, your WrestleMania endings go right into SummerSlam, into August. Just Just my two cents. I'm not saying it's the perfect way to do it, but it's just my two cents. I think that's a way you could have done it, in my opinion. And I definitely feel bad for Roman. You know, he's out of this show. You know, he's he, he's the man has battled cancer for crying out loud. The idea of him even wrestling on WrestleMania sounds ridiculous. But he was going through with it up until uh, recently here. So we'll see. So WrestleMania is next weekend. It's going to be starting on Saturday, going into Sunday. And I was not 100% like super excited for the show anymore just because I kind of think they should have waited. And no, that's not because I had tickets. I could give a shit about that. 
I can go next year. It's not a big deal. It's more or less for the talent involved and all the running around they got to do. That's kind of more where my concern was. I'm actually glad that it got uh, not canceled, but I'm glad the event in Tampa got canceled because I could use that money right about now. My job's cut my hours in half. This thing is affecting everybody. But, I mean, these guys, these wrestlers, they got money. You know, throw them a few, throw them a few more bucks and send them home. Let them rest. Now, if you ask the wrestlers, they maybe they wanted to perform, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I get it. They love what they do. But I would have just shut this damn thing down for a couple of months, personally. But on the same token, I can understand, you know, you could argue to me, this is why we didn't do it, and I would totally understand. So. By the way, um, we found out on SmackDown that the John Cena-Bray Wyatt match is going to be a Firefly Funhouse match, which whatever the hell that means. I guess they're going to fight on that set that is the Firefly Funhouse. We found out on, was it Raw, that uh, AJ and The Undertaker are going to be in a bone yard match, which we don't actually know what bone yard match means uh, as of right now. So it definitely seems like they're doing, you know, multiple different locations which goes hand in hand with the reports we heard a few weeks ago but i will say given all this stuff that's going on all this uh drama i'm i'm actually kind of intrigued to see how this show plays out now will it be as exciting and spectacular as a wrestlemania can be maybe but i have my doubts because you're talking about an empty stadium you know there's no fans in there and just the scene of, you know, a stadium, they're, they're not going to be in a stadium. They're going to be in this little gym that we've seen every week now for the last two weeks. So, I mean, we kind of know what we're going to get here. It's not a hundred percent super exciting, but I'm interested to see how they pull it off. AEW, by the way, they had a, they had a show this week. It was supposed to be their blood and gut show. They decided to not do it. I believe I mentioned this on the podcast last week. Cause I think that that tweet from uh, AEW had come out before I recorded where they just announced, you know, we're putting off the blood and guts match for now, but I still thought they had a pretty good show. We had the Brody Lee stuff where he was uh, dressed as Vince McMahon eating a steak in a, in a, in a, some dark room somewhere with his uh, cronies, his dark order cronies. One of the guys dared to eat his uh, steak before Brody Lee was done and he got kicked out. And then there was uh, another guy who dared to sneeze while Brody was eating and he got kicked out. It's totally Vince McMahon all day. And there were people that actually got like mad that this is what they did. I'm like, really? You're going to get mad by that? Is Vince McMahon going to watch that or hear about that and get mad? The same guy that made fun of JR's Bell's palsy multiple times over and over and over again, who pulled a hand out of, uh, who was it? Mae Young's ass, like 
that guy's going to get mad. I would hope that Vince would like actually laugh like, <laughs> God damn, pal. That's pretty funny. The only thing I'm, the only thing I'm kind of missing was, uh, the fact that he didn't have, uh, the steak wrapped in a, like a wrap with ketchup. Cause Alex Greenfield, former SmackDown lead writer told me about the time where, you know, or the times where Vince would eat his, uh, steak wrap dipped in ketchup. Maybe things have changed though. Maybe Brody's going on a newer Vince McMahon, a current day Vince McMahon that does not eat his steak in a wrap with ketchup. Although man, that would have been that would have been hilarious. If I would have saw a steak in a wrap with ketchup, I would have popped even more. And then we had the uh the Matt Hardy, Chris Jericho face off. A lot of people upset about this Matt Hardy uh appearing in one section of the arena and then another section, then another section, and then he's in the ring. Guys, it's broken Matt Hardy. I don't say this like to actually insult Matt Hardy, but a lot of his shit is supposed to be stupid and goofy because that's what the character it's low rent goofy kind of stuff. Like that's what it's supposed to be. And some of it's funny. Sometimes some of it, I just like, okay, whatever. I don't hate it. I understand that it's supposed to be cheesy and goofy and all that stuff. So it doesn't bother me. But they went back and forth. I thought it went a little long. That's that's really my only complaint. I thought it was just a little bit long. I would have trimmed it up just a little bit. Jericho tr- trying to recruit the drone, Vanguard 1, to the inner circle. That was pretty funny. I did like that. Jericho can get anything over. He could talk to a phone book and get that over. You had the Kenny Omega, Sammy Guevara match. I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Cody and uh, Jimmy Havoc. So Darby Allen match in there. Uh, was it Darby Allen, Kip Sabian? All in all, it was it was it was a good show. I enjoyed it. Even in an empty arena, they still managed to keep my interest, and I appreciate that. So look, I'm going to get out of here for now. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back. Believe me. We'll be back uh, after WrestleMania to talk the kind of quick hits about it. And I'm very excited to announce that uh, my old co-host from the shoot, Alan Martin, and I have agreed in principle to work together again. And so the old Wrestling Informant radio podcast is coming back. I'm not bringing back the shoot because... I buried that thing so long ago. I'd have no interest in bringing that back, but wrestling informant radio will be back and it will be Alan and I, and it will not be every week. That's kind of more what this is going to be. The Gary watches wrestling. I'm going to try to come here once a week and talk to you guys and Alan and I, so we don't stress ourselves out are going to come like kind of for the big shows. We're going to come back and recap the big shows. And maybe if there's like really big news, we'll come and talk about it together, but I'm very excited to work with Alan again. And I think it's going to be a blast. I think Alan and I for years have had some of the best chemistry in the biz. And now that it's not on the shoot where I used to do all these goofy angles on the show, then we can actually focus on the good stuff. So I'm really excited for it. And, uh, I will 
let you guys know as soon as I do, as soon as I do know when that podcast is going to drop, we just got to figure out it's going to be right after WrestleMania, probably a day or two or three. And I would encourage you to follow the wrestling informant, uh, Instagram and the wrestling informant, Twitter, the Twitter is at PW informant and the uh, Instagram is just wrestling informant follow there. And, uh, I will keep you posted when that show is going to drop, but I am very hyped. I'm very excited. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to get out of here for now. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk soon.